Hare Krishna, welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita. Today's verse is chapter 5, verse 3. Renunciation, Road to Happiness. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya. Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha. Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale. Swayam Rupaha Kadamahyam Dadatiswa Padantikam. Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrijatam Sahaganaragunathan Vitam Tamsajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahaganaralita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dinabandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kantaradha Kantanamostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Brishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakalpatarubhyascha Kripasindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namon Namaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Shreemate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminitinamine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvisesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So today's topic is uh, Bhagavad Gita chapter 5 text 3 So we will chant the words word to word and then line by line Okay please repeat after me Gyeyaha Sorry Gyeyaha Saha Nitya Sanyasi Yaha Na Dveshti Na Kangshati Nirdvandvaha Mahabaho Sukham Bandhat Pramuchyate Line by line, please repeat after me. Gyeyaha sanitya sanyasi Yona dveshti nakangshati Nirdvandvohi mahabaho Sukham bandhat pramuchyate Gyeyaha sanitya sanyasi Yonadveshtina kangshati Nirdvandvohi mahabaho Sukham bandhat pramuchyate
ज्ञेयः शुड बी नोन सह ही नित्या ऑलवेज सन्यासी रिनाउंसर यह हु न नेवर द्वेष्टि एबहोर्स न नॉर कांक्षति डिजायर्स निर्द्वंद्व फ्री फ्रॉम ऑल ड्यूएलिटीज ही सर्टनली महाबाहो ओ माइटी आर्म्ड वन सुखम हैप्पीली बंधात फ्रॉम बॉन्डेज प्रमुच्यते इज कंप्लीटली लिबरेटेड ट्रांसलेशन एंड परपोर्ट बाय डिवाइन ग्रेस एसी भक्तिवेदांत स्वामी श्री प्रभुपाद की जय translation one who neither hates nor desires the fruits of his activities is known to be always renounced such a person free from all dualities easily overcomes material bondage and is completely liberated o mighty armed arjuna purport one who is fully in krishna consciousness is always renouncer because he feels neither hatred nor desire for the results of his actions such a denouncer sorry such a renouncer dedicated to the transcendental loving service of the lord is fully qualified in knowledge because he knows his constitutional position in relationship with krishna he knows fully well that krishna is the whole and that he is part and parcel such knowledge is perfect because it is qualitatively and quantitatively correct the concept of oneness with krishna is incorrect because the part cannot be equal to the whole knowledge that one is one quality yet different in quantity is correct transcendental knowledge leading one to become full in himself having nothing to aspire to or lament over there is no duality in his mind because whatever he does he does for krishna being thus freed from the platform of dualities he is liberated even in this material world so it's a very short verse Very important. Gaya sa nitya sanyasi. Always renounce. So of course we know there is sanyas ashram, but the principle of sanyas is, as Sri Prabhupada has explained in his lecture once, sat nyasa. Nyasa means to um, sacrifice, and sat means the absolute. so to sacrifice everything for the absolute truth that is called sanyasa so a one who follows that principle is called sanyasi just like deha means body one who sits inside the body is called dehi so one who is um, acting on that principle that he has given up everything for the sake of the absolute truth sat om tat sat so om tat sat means that absolute truth that absolute truth is krishna and one who has given up given up everything for krishna's satisfaction he is actually a renouncer um such renouncer nitya sanyasi always renouncer whether he is in the householder uh, ashram grihastha ashram or brahmacharya ashram or vanaprastha ashram whatever Uh, ashram he is in wherever he is if he is always serving krishna then he is a nitya sanyasi but this is not a very uh, easy position to attain hmm. it is easy it is um, simple in um, principle but 
not easy to follow so sanyas means to give up everything for the absolute truth but to give up everything for the absolute truth is that easy because of our conditioning we are attached to many many things uh, one may be attached to even the hair if one is asked to shave oh he will think 100 times oh what will people think of me you know um, how even if i have this hair you know like shikha then what will people seeing think i mean see and think you know or some funny hair behind you know just for hair so much attachments we have for minute things to big things we don't have to be attached to very very big things <laughs> even the minutest thing if you are attached to that's enough to keep us here in this material world hmm. so what is this attachment and what is detachment so we have many times explained this but it is always good to revise so attachment means actually to be attached to the uh, tendency to enjoy anything for example we say uh, usually we are attached to family members what is actually going on in what we what do we actually term as attachment to family members when we expect happiness from them in being with them in you know um always thinking of them in the bodily concept that is the attachment one may have the same family members like for example shila prabhupad let's take shila prabhupad's example he took sanyas ashram then he he, he became sanyasi and he went to vrindavan and he wrote a poem there he said that what is the value of all the family members because in the end it will just be a list of names it will be just a list of names so that realization that they are just a list of names they are nothing more than that just like <laughs> there are i mean you know the names of your family members so when when we hear those names or when we say those names so many attach so much attachment comes up because so much memory so many memories and so many you know years spent together and all that but for a person who is not from the family who is a complete stranger when he hears those names he doesn't feel anything uh, because he doesn't identify with that so because i identify with that that is attachment uh, and not only that i seek some enjoyment from that that is why i am attached that is the attachment that i want some something from them just to be with them is attachment or um, sorry just to be with them gives me happiness that means there is attachment if i want something from them there is attachment the opposite side of it is hatred to not want to do anything with them that is hatred that means i don't want to see his face i don't want to see her face whatever it is that is hatred but that is also an attachment it is a negative attachment it's not detachment hatred is not equal to detachment because hatred is just another form of attachment because when you hate a person you really are thinking about him really are thinking of how to do harm to him 
or you know how to um, uh, make his life miserable or just curse him so you are thinking about him that is attachment as long as you have as long as you think or as long as you associate with something favorable to your sense gratification or averse to your sense gratification that is attachment something that favors your sense gratification if you think about that that is attachment anything that opposes your sense gratification and because of which you become angry then also you will think about that so the whole central point is my sense gratification and anything that favors or opposes that is um that i the criterion of attachment is my sense gratification that's what i'm saying trying to say so that is why here in the 7th chapter 27th verse ಡಿಟ್ಯಾಚ್ಮೆಂಟ್ಟ್ಟ್ಟ್ಟ್ಟ್ಟ್ಟ್ಟ್ಟ್ಟ್ಟ್ಟ್ಟ್ಟ್
but again i am considering him a neutral because he is not opposing my sense gratification well he is not really favoring my sense gratification so sense gratification is what is driving me to create all these different relationships in this material world now even if a family member becomes opposing to my sense gratification i'll make him my enemy right that's how this material world is so many examples thousands and millions of examples even in family there is fighting because why sense gratification is opposed so it's not just family attachment some some sometimes people may not be attached to their family because they are averse to them because the family members may be the causes of the you know stifling of their sense gratification so it's actually not the family that we are attached to it's not the, it's our sense gratification that we are attached to and nitya sanyasi means giving up that very thing that sense gratification which is causing us to make all these bewildering judgments or misjudgments that's why in the vedas it is said vasudhaiva vasudhaiva kutumbakam vasudhaiva kutumbakam means the whole world as one family how is that possible that is only possible when we give up this idea of sense gratification and understand that actually krishna aham bija pradah pita krishna said 14 chapter 4th verse i am the father of all species of life and because he is the father we are all his children and we are therefore his family and vasudhaiva vasudhaiva kutumbakam the whole world as one family can only be achieved with krishna consciousness and when one understands that one will go all out to help the people this is called paradukha dukhi paradukha dukhi means um, a vaishnava is called paradukha dukhi he is always unhappy to see the ha- unhappiness of others just like a mother will be very unhappy to see her son unhappy if her son is happy or oh, she is also very happy if her son is unhappy she is also unhappy so like that um a person who is a devotee he does not treat others as you know friends enemies or neutral parties no he considers them all as, all as his family sometimes devotees are criticized especially those who are sanyasis those who have given up their family life and you join joined up the movement as brahmacharis or sanyasis full time you know living aside their families they are criticized sometimes oh you are not you know um, being uh, responsible you are running away from your duties huh? you are a coward you are an escapist these words are used against us we have we have <laughs> received this uh, far too many times we have gotten used to it we developed a thick skin towards it <laughs> but actually a person who is a devotee who gives up his so called family accepts the whole world as his family in fact he works for the benefit of the entire big family he is not attached to the narrow minded family that he is you know um, attached to with the in relationship with the body now that he has understood that he is a soul and he is a part and parcel of the supreme soul krishna and everybody else is also part and parcel of the supreme soul and therefore we are all one family on the platform of the soul he acts and he knows how to help the other person helping means to help the soul not the body the body even if you help today tomorrow it will die Uh, building hospitals building schools these are not real help 
real help means to help the soul and that is only possible with krishna consciousness and therefore a devotee distributes krishna consciousness in the form of kirtan in the form of knowledge in the form of prasadam to everybody and anybody in relation with the six goswamis of vrindavan it is said dhira dhira janapriyao priyakarao dhira adhira janapriyao there is uh, even the um, ruffians and the gentlemen everybody like the six goswamis why because the six goswamis never saw anybody as this is my friend this is my enemy this is my neutral party no he wanted to help the ruffian as much as he wanted to help the uh, gentleman he wanted to help the rich man as much as he would help the poor man like so called charitable institutions in this world today they try to help the poor people huh but they don't help the rich people they they think oh rich people why do why do they need help the person who is poor is he who is unhappy the person who is rich is he who is happy everybody in this mo- in this world is unhappy and therefore he is poor he can have millions and billions of dollars of bank balance he is unhappy that unhappiness the happiness is the currency how much happy one is and who is happy a person is happy when he is not too much attached to this material world not too much attached not too much averse also not hating the material if he hates something then that is also attachment he is unable to give up thinking about that thing or that person whatever it is that is hating that means it is attached uh, so attachment and hatred these are two sides of the same coin they are not two different things it's the same thing attachment negative attachment positive attachment we have to give up all these things and no attachment that is called detachment that is called renunciation and that means renouncing sense gratification nitya sanyasi how to be in that position uh, how to be so na dveshti na kankshati before we go to how to get to that position the what is the symptom of that position where one is renounced nitya sanyasi he is detached from everything the symptom is na dveshti that means he is not envious of anyone na kankshati he does not um, especially want something or he doesn't especially hate something or he doesn't want somebody or hate somebody his happiness in other words doesn't depend on any circumstance in this material world and actually that is called brahmabhuta stage brahmabhuta prasannatma nashochadina kankshati samas sarveshu bhuteshu mad bhaktim labhate param 18.54 one who is thus transcendently situated at once realizes the supreme brahman and becomes fully joyful he never laments or desires to have anything he is equally disposed toward every living entity in that state he attains pure devotional service unto me see that what is that na shochati na kankshati he doesn't lament over anything that he seemingly lost or he doesn't desire some gain because as soon as we do these things we are in anxiety there is a nice verse i will show you 
Srimad Bhagavatam. I have shown this many times, but I'll show you again. Seven seven forty two. Sukhaya dukha mokshaya sankalpa ihakarminaha sadapnoti haya dukham anihaya sukhavritaha. In this material world, every materialist desires to achieve happiness and diminish his distress, and therefore he acts accordingly. Actually, however, one is happy as long as one does not endeavor for happiness. As soon as one begins his activities for happiness, his conditions of distress begin. See that? Actually, however, one is happy as long as one does not endeavor for happiness. Look at this word closely. Endeavor for happiness. When he doesn't endeavor for happiness, then he is happy. If we are endeavoring for happiness, we are already accepting the fact that my present condition is not happy. That's why we are endeavoring for happiness. That means my my present condition is not happy. I am I am already coming to that conclusion already. By the very f- move of endeavoring for happiness, I am accepting the fact that I am not happy right now. And to get to that so-called happiness position, endeavor. Any endeavor in this material world is not smooth. It's going to be full of anxiety. You're only going to be happy when there is nothing to worry about. Nothing to achieve. Nothing to lament about. Carefree life. That is happiness. I mean, that is just a glimpse of happiness. That's not real happiness. That is just relief from suffering. Honestly. That's not happiness. Happiness, we define happiness as a relief from suffering. But actually, happiness is not relief from suffering. Relief from suffering is the first step towards happiness. It is the neutral position between suffering and happiness. Happiness is something positive. Positive experience. Not just to be relieved from the negative experience. The example Prabhupada gave, there are three stages of health. One is extremely sick or sick and one is healthy and the other is like just out of sickness. Like for for example, when a person is sick, down with fever, maybe for a week he is sick and then after when he is recuperating, he will come to a position where he is just outside of the sickness boundary. He is no more sick, his temperature is alright, no more fever. But then he's not healthy. He can't jump. He can't, you know, be active. So that position is a relief from the fever. But he's not strong, hale and healthy yet. So that strong, healthy where he can jump, he can do whatever he wants. That level of fitness. That is positive. And being sick is negative. Whereas... This, this relief from sickness just coming out. That is what we term as happiness here. Because we are so long, for millions and trillions of years, we have been used to being sick in this material world. Because material life is bhavarog, it is a disease. So we are sick actually. Everyone, everyone who is in this material world is sick. So we have been so long used to being sick that if we can just get out of the sickness we think, oh, that is happiness. 
but if we don't take nourishment enough nourishment then our sickness can relapse and that is what the jnani the jnani he wants a relief from suffering of this material world and he wants to merge into the brahman without any activity you know like for example when you are sick you have certain activities like coughing or you know um, diarrhea or not able to eat no appetite uh, you know temperature is high feeling very weak you know there are some symptoms that's also kind of activity although it is not very nice activity but it's an activity to go to the toilet many times there is an activity you know there is also activity and healthy life is also full of activity that is even more but the neutral stage there is no activity okay he doesn't go to toilet every time or you know he he he's not his body is not hurting maybe just out of sickness but he has no activity he cannot really do his work he is not coughing also he is not going to the bathroom also but he is not doing anything productive also he is just lying down that is gyani the one who wants to merge into the brahman effulgence no service nothing anadrita yushmadangraya no regard for krishna's lotus feet patantya dhaha he will fall down again relapse of the material disease of the bhavrok that will happen so to be positively established in nitya sanyasi nitya sanyasi means he is not falling down again geyah cha nitya sanyasi what is that geyah sah nitya sanyasi that means always renounced never relapse no relapse that is only possible when one is completely in positive uh, krishna conscious activities then there is no chance of relapse so there is explained in bhagavad gita 2.59 vishayavini vartante nirahara sadehinah rasavarjam rasopyasya param drishtva nivartate the embodied soul may be restricted from sense enjoyment though the taste for sense objects remains but ceasing such engagements by experiencing a higher taste he is fixed in consciousness this is the um principle that allows us to be nitya sanyasi nitya sanyasi means always krishna conscious when we are krishna conscious then we can give up the shochati and kankshati Hmm. then we don't have to fall down to the platform of sense gratification which is the cause of sochati and kankshati when my sense gratification is gone then i lament or when i seek some sense gratification then i hanker for it again it all boils down to sense gratification which is the center of it all so that i have to come out of gyeyah see ज्ञेयः स नित्यसंन्यासी या न द्वेष्टे न कांक्षति निर्द्वंद्वो हि महाबाहो सुखं बन्धात् प्रमुच्यते सच अ पर्सन फ्री फ्रॉम ऑल ड्यूअलिटीज इजीली ओवरकम्स मटेरियल बॉन्डेज एंड इज कंप्लीटली लिबरेटेड ओ माइटी आर्म्ड अर्जुन सो अल्टीमेटली वी वांट टू बिकम हैप्पी दैट इज द अल्टीमेट थिंग बट वी आर थिंकिंग दैट सेंस ग्रेटिफिकेशन विल ब्रिंग अस दैट हैप्पीनेस 
why are we attached to our sense gratification? Well, now, we know that we are attached to our sense gratification. But why are we attached to sense gratification? Because that is what we define as happiness. Underlying principle is Anandamayo Bhyasat. We want happiness. It's only because of a lack of information of the real happiness are we chasing this illusory dream like happiness, which is sense gratification. And because of that misconception, we are creating all these different relationships with all the things that exist, all the things and people that exist in this world. Everything we have created a relationship with this world based on that fulcrum of sense gratification, which is entirely based on the desire to be happy. Now, what Krishna consciousness offers is a totally different platform of happiness, which is our real platform of happiness. This is illusory platform, bodily happiness. The real platform of happiness. So, it is not at all sense gratification. So, all the relationships with, that we have created in this world, based on that sense gratification, will become null and void when one becomes a devotee. He will see totally differently now. Hmm. Because he's his judgment of people is not based on sense gratification. So, that's, that's the reason why he can easily overcome material bondage. Because he's not... Material bondage means not to family, not to home, not to... Or sense gratification. Which is because we want to be happy. And because we have identified or we have defined happiness as sense gratification and we have stuck with that, we have become stuck with that definition. Whatever can bring me that sense gratification are the sources of my happiness. That's what we think. And family gives me that sense gratification. Home gives me that sense gratification. Or my workplace gives me some sense gratification. My friends give me some sense gratification. Or this person opposes my sense gratification. In this way, we have uh, created relationships in this world. Now, our relationship should be on based on Krishna's sense gratification. Now, he should be happy. And everybody who... Now, it's not that we will not have any enemies. As a devotee, yes. Personally, he has no enemies. Ajata Shatrava Shanta Sadhva Sadhu Bhushana. Ajata Shatra means he does not have an enemy. But, if somebody opposes Krishna's sense gratification, actually nobody can oppose his sense gratification. But if somebody has the tendency, if he is offensive towards Krishna, then one should become angry with that person. If somebody is opposing what is ple pleasurable to Krishna, uh, that person will get angry with. Just like Hanuman, he showed anger against Ravana and his um, demon army. Why? Because they were opposing Ram's sense gratification. There is nothing wrong with Krishna having sense gratification, by the way. Because he is the only one who is eligible to have sense gratification. We are all not eligible to have sense gratification. We, we cannot. It's just like that, that meeting of, you know, all the parts of the body. Why the stomach should eat? The finger is saying, no, I will eat. You can't. The finger just cannot eat by itself. The brain cannot eat by itself. The heart cannot eat. It has to go into the stomach and the stomach has to distribute the nutrients to all the different parts of the body. So, everything has to be enjoyed by the stomach. So similarly, everything has to be enjoyed by Krishna. And he will distribute that happiness to everybody who cooperates with his um, happiness. Like if a finger is cut off, if the finger doesn't want to cooperate with his stomach, okay, I want to be detached from this um, 
you know um, his body because his stomach is too much it's too doing too much then that finger will die even if the even if the other fingers cooperate with the stomach that finger which is not cooperating will not get the benefit we say when krishna is satisfied everybody is satisfied why some people are not satisfied <laughs> why some people are opposing it because they are now detached vyoga just like a finger cut off from the body you feed the body the, the nutrients will go to every single part of the body but not to that finger because it is cut off already so that's why those who are connected with krishna they will become happy by serving krishna hmm. of course everybody is connected because nobody can be disconnected from krishna it's only in our mind that we think we are disconnected from krishna but that is enough for us to uh, not experience the happiness of krishna consciousness krishna is providing for us still but we can't experience the happiness although he is providing everything to us even if he provides the entire universe like hiranyakashipu he had the entire universe under his command but he was not happy prahlad maharaj on the other hand who was just a 5 year old boy had nothing to his possession but he was completely happy and carefree despite all the dangers that his father put for him you see why he is happy and hiranyakashipu on one hand is unhappy although he had everything he ha- he was practically deathless still he was not happy the happiness comes when we redefine happiness from being our sense gratification to krishna's sense gratification rishikena rishikesha sevanam bhakti ruchyate rishikesha means the ma- rishika means senses rishikena by the senses rishikesha sevanam the master of the senses we have to serve who is the master of the senses krishna he is the one who is the owner of all these senses owner of the body owner of everything so he is the owner and when when the everything is the senses are used for his sense gratification then that is called nitya sanyasi then nashochati na kaanchati see it is very important to understand and um, i wanted to show this renunciation on the material platform when we have this attachment and um, detachment or oh, sorry not detachment aversion aversion is negative attachment or, or hatred hatred is negative attachment so either positive attachment or negative attachment when i say positive it is not like something positive you know positivity no positive means we are attached to it favorably like we like to be with that or we like to be with that person aversion means we don't want to be with that person or that thing so this i want i don't want when i am the center that is sense gratification so um as long as we maintain these things we will have so much anxiety vaikuntha is called vaikuntha because it is vigata kuntha yasmad iti vaikuntha vigata kuntha yasmad iti vaikuntha vigata kuntha means where there is where kuntha kuntha means anxiety where there is no anxiety where the place where which is devoid of anxiety is called vaikuntha because there is no sense gratification there is no plans for sense gratification also because even though sense gratification is miserable even planning for sense gratification is miserable 
right so as we have already seen 7742 as long as we endeavor for happiness we are unhappy that's why it is said there are two people who are very happy in this world one is a retarded fool and the other is a transcendentalist let us see why you see this is uh, 1194 of shrimad bhagavatam dvave vachintaya muktau paramananda aplutau yo vimugdho jado balo yogunebhyah param gatah in this world two types of people are free from all anxiety and merged in great happiness one who is a retarded and childish fool and one who has approached the supreme lord who is beyond the three modes of material nature in other words anybody in between these two are all full of anxiety why that retarded fool is very happy because he has no aspiration he has no uh, aversion also because he doesn't know what he is doing that's why he is it's not that he is happy he is relieved from a lot of anxiety because he doesn't have any plans for sense gratification he doesn't have the brain to plan for sense gratification and that's why he is not anxious and the other one the other extreme this is one extreme the retarded fool the other extreme is the devotee one who is who has approached the supreme lord who is beyond the three modes he is also full of i mean free from anxiety vaikuntha akunthamedase the lord is called akunthamedase whose brain is never uh, filled with anxiety always happy and a person who takes shelter of him he is also always happy akunthamedase so these two people these extremes so anybody in between these two that means any so called sane man in this world is unhappy <laughs> only the insane man is relieved from unhappiness and the the transcendently insane man the materially insane man and the transcendently insane man who is a devotee who is mad after krishna he is happy and the one who is mad he is happy the rest of the so called sane population are all unhappy that means are they really sane that's another question to be asked if they are unhappy and if they cannot find happiness are they sane they are in a state of insanity actually so the actually only person that is really happy is the devotee the madman the materially madman he may be a little bit aloof from suffering because he doesn't know he doesn't have the brain to perceive suffering but the person who is actually devotee he is above suffering and he is enjoying positive spiritual life whereas a madman in the material world he doesn't have any positive spiritual life right so these are the things to be understood so as long as we are here as another example there is this uh, hawk yeah samisham kururam sorry samisham kuraram jagnur balinonye niramishah tadamisham parityajya sasukham samavindata once a group of large hawks who were unable to find any prey attacked another weaker hawk who was holding some meat 
at that time being in danger of his life the hawk gave up his meat and experienced actual happiness how this shloka came here some national geographic channel videographer were taking a hawk video and found that okay he was carrying meat no how 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 this came unless the paramatma has to say this only the paramatma will know and how he knows who would know that the hawk experienced actual happiness what is the hawk experiencing how would we know the hawk will not say hmm he will not smile anyway we do not even see this hawk so how do we know paramatma knows so when the lord tells this example to someone is actually part of the um uddhava geeta where of course this another um, avanti brahmana i think he was mentioning his his the song of the avanti brahmana anyway unless the lord tells us nobody would know what ha- what is happening within the heart of the hawk who knows and hawk where is hawk somewhere in the mountain or somewhere wherever who is going to see that hawk and you know make a study you know who is going to do that no krishna has given the example so anyway the example is this that he was having this meat and he was flying and other hawks they could not find anything else so when they saw this meat in this person's this this hawk's beak or claws oh the hunger drove them to you know go after this hawk and the hawk's life is in danger now because they will attack and kill the hawk and take their meat and eat maybe even eat the hawk also so they will eat the meat and he eat the hawk also you know so what he did release the meat now suddenly no hawk was after him <laughs> no bird was after him he was completely free and he felt relief why because he gave up his attachment he gave up that attachment as long as we hold on to things in this world whether attachment wise ichha or whether by dvesha by hating or by uh, so called lusting after them as long as we hold on to them we are going to face anxiety just like that hawk in the story so we have to learn how to give up give up what give up our sense gratification we don't have to give up our home and you know, go to the forest we don't need to artificially imitate this we are not practiced doing that we have not practiced how to do that going to the forest and all so no point going to the forest we will be killed by some lion or by some snake or by some some insect will kill us finish we don't even know how to live in the forest so we are not asking to do anything impractical so what is practical that chaitanya mahaprabhu's movement is offering in this kaliyuga what is the most practical method stay wherever you are sthane sthita shruti gatam here hear the message and chant hare krishna and this will give the necessary detachment if we are taking up krishna consciousness but we are not getting detached that means we are committing offenses we are deliberately not giving up those you know even after hearing so many instructions we are not giving up the attachment that is an offense we have to act on those instructions if something is not favorable to krishna consciousness just let me leave it what is the point wasting my time with it just like those who are very productive with their sense gratification those who don't waste any time anything that goes against their sense gratification they don't they don't waste time with that 
similarly we should learn that quality but use it in krishna service we have to be productive in not wasting a single moment without serving krishna sahanistan mahachidram samoha sachavibhramah yanmuhurtam kshanam vaapi vasudevam na chintayet vishnu vishnu puran says even if we lose one moment without remembering krishna that is already a loss biggest loss so we have to calculate on those terms uh, so we have to be nitya sanyasi not just prabhu sanyasi is very you know nitya sanyasi means wherever you are you can be sanyasi who is sanyasi those who have given up sense gratification they are sanyasi and satnyasa for the sake of sat the absolute truth given up everything else the sense gratification and work for the pleasure of the absolute truth or pleasure of krishna that is sanyasa hmm. nirdvandvo uh, nirdvandvo means free from all dualities again this dualities exist because of our sense gratification uh, or in this world everything is dual you know like if there is a father there is a son if there is happiness there is distress if there is hot there is cold if there is uh, high there is low if there is light there is darkness everything in this world is dual duality nirdvandva that means what nirdvandva means it is not that for a devotee there will be no more hot no more cold no more light no more darkness no more no that is not not that is not nirdvandva we attach our for example water prabhupad gave this example water it is the same water but in summer it is very pleasing in the winter it is terrible is suffering the water has not changed is the same water but because of our experience or our reaction how we define happiness or oh, this heat uh, because of this heat this water is my sense gratification in cold the water is not my sense gratification and therefore <laughs> it is we, we don't like it we don't want to be anywhere near water in the winter especially in the cold countries they will understand this in singapore you can hardly f- feel any difference between winter and summer it's all the same throughout the year but especially the countries where there are extremes of temperatures in a hot weather water is their source of sense gratification in cold weather water is against their sense gratification it just doesn't allow their sense grat- is suffering so it is basically sense gratification that is driving us to react to this dwandva dwandvas will still be there in this world i mean it won't go anywhere the father and son or the cold and hot and high and low all these things will be there but our happiness is not based on these situations that is nirdwandva not to be attached for example the you know the waves of the ocean if we are touching the water if there is what if the you know if the if there's high tide if there's a, if the wave goes high then i also go high if i'm if the if the water goes low i also go low right but if i'm not touching the water 
if i am flying over the water then whether the water goes high or low my position is going to be the same so my position my movement is not based on the movement of the water so that is called uh, sanyasa that means not nirdvandva that is the nirdvandva not dependent on the high tide or low tide of this material world mm. above it uh, not not surfing we are not we are not trying to be trying to be surfers here if we try to be surfers we will be sufferers so we should not serve uh, we should not surf the waves of happiness and distress the waves of duality we will rise above nirdvandva and that is krishna consciousness platform now that to be above the high tide or low tide you got to be suppose suppose in a plane maybe but the plane again has to land one day or at some point in time but if we can achieve eternal shelter at krishna's lotus feet then we don't have to come back to this high tide or low tide at all and there is anandam budhi vardhanam pratipadam purnamrita swadanam it is ever increasing happiness there in krishna loka so that is what we have to go after hmm? that is nirdvandva sukham bandhat pramuchyate easily overcomes material bondage and is completely liberated so that is how we have to come out of this so in the purport prabhupada is mentioning so the renouncer is the renouncer of sense gratification but it is not that he stops all activity he engages fully uh, and uh, in service of krishna for krishna sense gratification and such knowledge is perfect you see such a renouncer dedicated to the transcendental loving service of the lord is fully qualified in knowledge because he knows his constitutional position in his relationship with krishna he knows fully well that krishna is a whole and that he is a part and parcel such knowledge is perfect because it is qualitatively and quantitatively correct <clears throat> so this is all summed up in rupa goswami's verse which is i think uh, 610 maybe yeah rupa goswami in the bhakti rasamrita sindhu he said anasaktasya vishayan yatharham upayunjatah nirbandha krishna sambandhe yuktam vairagya muchyate prapanchikataya buddhya hari sambandhi vastunah mumukshubhi parityago vairagyam phalgukathyate when one is not attached to anything but at the same time accepts everything in relation to krishna one is rightly situated above possessiveness this is the right situation above possessiveness if one just rejects something not using it for krishna then it is incomplete renunciation that is explained next on the other hand one who rejects everything without knowledge of his relationship to krishna is not as complete in his renunciation so this is called nitya sanyasi all right i think i will stop it there it's quite a short uh, of course we have we can show many many more uh, references but you know you get the idea the other uh, example of renunciation how it relieves you from so much anxiety because 
yeah i just wanted to speak a little bit about that because nobody likes renunciation when we talk about renunciation people get afraid but if you actually want to be happy you have to renounce just like the hawk when he renounced that meat his life is spared i mean he's relieved yeah if he held on to that maybe he could have eaten some of that meat and then immediately died after that because of the other hawks but by letting go he may be hungry for a while but he will stay alive so and then eventually he will he can get food elsewhere it's not that that's the only food in the whole world no something some krishna will arrange so that faith hmm. the other example is given of uh, liberation i can't find the exact verse i i find a similar verse but not there was one i i remember reading somewhere that just after evacuating you know if there is a lot of pressure in the bowels and then one goes to evacuate in the toilet and after evacuating you feel so much relief <laughs> it is said that liberation is like that when one passes stool how he feels relief liberation is like that because until then it is full of anxiety i mean just imagine how many times we have faced this situation where we have to you know pass stool and there is no toilet and then for some reason we can't pass stool and how much were in anxiety <laughs> how much huh but once the stool is gone out of the body oh there's so much relief uh, yeah it's a, it's a kind of disgusting example but that's an example which really relates very well to what renunciation is it's so much relief but to stay in that position that is nitya sanyasi to be relieved for once is okay but they can be relapsed so to um, to stay in that position that is krishna consciousness we need that without krishna consciousness we cannot stay in that relieved position not only relief positive happiness relief from suffering is different so there is a similar verse but it's not the exact verse i know but there's some other verse which i'm not able to find well let me take this out this is about bharat bharat maharaj सुहृद्राज्यम हृदय स्पृश जहौयुव मलवत् उत्तम श्लोकलालस ब्यूटिफुल वाइल इन द प्राइम ऑफ लाइफ द ग्रेट महाराज भरत गेव अप एवरीथिंग बिकॉज ही वॉज fond of serving the supreme personality of godhead uttama shloka not fond only lalasat lalasah means greedy lalasah means greedy he was greedy of serving the supreme personality of godhead therefore he could give up what he could give up he gave up his beautiful wife nice children great friends and an enormous empire although these things were very difficult to give up Maharaj Bharat was so exalted that he gave them up just as one gives up stool after evacuating such was the greatness of his majesty this is actually in a slightly different sense just like stool when you give up in the toilet we don't really inspect the stool and you know like observe it you no know? we just flush it out as as soon as possible right so how much were disgusted with the stool that much he was disgusted with material way of life even though it was a beautiful wife obedient children 
un undisputed empire, everything, but he just gave up everything as if there was stool in the toilet. This is referring to stool in a different way actually. But there is the particular verse where it explains that the relief one feels after evacuating is the relief one feels after liberation. <laughs> oh, I just couldn't, I, I did some search but I couldn't really find it. This is something, but it's not exactly the one. Two for sorry, four twenty-five fifty-three. Due to our greed, we eat unnecessarily, and such gluttony causes pain at the time of evacuation. The conclusion is that the living entity feels well if he evacuates properly. This gate is known as nirriti or the painful gate. The nine gates of the body, and the anus is the painful gate. So um, anyway, if somebody can find it, that will be good. So, renunciation is actually the road to happiness, not attachment. That's why it is said, Pravrittiresha Bhutanam Nivrittistu Mahaphala. Everybody wants attachment, everyone wants to have the, wants to go on the path of attachment, thinking that that will bring them happiness. But Nivrittistu Mahaphala. Pravrittiresha Bhutanam, but Nivrittistu Mahaphala. But actual happiness is only gotten when you go to the Nivritti Marga, not the Pravritti Marga, or the path of happiness in this material world. That will not give us happiness. The real happiness is a nivritti mark, which is renunciation of sense gratification. Although as scary as it may sound, it is actually the real, um, uh, what is that, answer to our happiness. So that is only possible again, that nitya, to stay in that position is only possible by Krishna consciousness. So I would like to stop here. Any questions or comments on this topic? I think we do have some questions. First question by Bhakta Virendra. Soul is pure consciousness, then how does it get embodied to enjoy matter? Is it the subtle body comprised of mind, intellect and false ego actually enjoy matter for the soul in the material world? So laws of karma, transmigration of soul is applicable to subtle body because the gross body dies birth after birth. Transmigration of soul means it's not the subtle body, but soul. But the soul is taken by the subtle body to the next gross body. So the subtle body is the same subtle body all throughout our material existence. So, um, how does it get embodied into matter? Well, how when we are free citizens, how one ends up as a criminal and gets locked up inside the prison? He has done some crime. So, 
when one commits the crime of becoming envious against the supreme lord then one is we can in vaikuntha there is no chance of being happy without krishna there so we are sent to another place where we can be happy without him and that is this material world because we asked for it um, so we wanted to explore we wanted to experiment so it was a bad experiment so we are learning now hopefully still some of us we have not learned it. i mean we have not learned it yet we still have hopes in this material world you know let me play let me play some cricket and become a cricket in my next life you know cricket you know the cricket insect or let me play badminton although i know it is bad the, the word itself says it's bad but still i play or football i i will i will hit the goal although that is not the goal of life so we are wasting time with these things unnecessarily we have so many attachments these are just small small things big to small everything is an attachment so what actually enjoys so the it is, is it the subtle body actually enjoys matter as we know whether subtle or gross it is all material 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 thing is a dead thing how can it enjoy it does not enjoy but we are experiencing this world through the interface of false ego you understand um you know when i was a young kid i think many many young kids have this experience i used to play video games and in that sometimes you know in that video game you you are trying to kill something and you know then you get shot and you you die then you will feel like oh you know you you feel suffering like you are angry or you are you know actually there's nothing that's happening to you but you feel you are in danger when you have, you know you you know sometimes there is a shooting games and all these things and you have to hide and shoot and all these things and when when you get shot then you are like who is this you know shooting me but actually nothing is happening to you but you have identified like for example me i i identified with that character or that that person in that cartoon or that game and because of that i am experiencing the because of my misidentification the person in that game experiences nothing he is not even a living thing is just a program so but i am experiencing the pain because i am misidentifying myself with that thing which i am not although i am not dying although i am not being shot but i feel i am being shot it's like a virtual reality thing this this maya is like that it's like that it's like a virtual reality thing so we are not actually experiencing it this like in a dream dream is another good example in the dream i i i'm i feel i'm getting shot or i'm i'm, I'm falling from somewhere or something is da- some danger is coming but and i feel the fear and sometimes you just wake up out of the fear i mean you wake up the oh wait a minute that was not true so we have identified ourselves with that subtle body whether it's in the mind it's in the dream or in the in that video game that's also a subtle body so not our subtle body but you know we are identifying with that that is what causes that's why there is this verse 
I think 2815 yeah fear anger greed confusion and hankering as well as birth and death are experiences of the false ego and not of the pure soul and what is that false ego that is us identifying or misidentifying with the matter false ego by itself has no feeling it, it does not experience anything false ego is basically our misidentification with matter that is false ego and that is causing all this just like you know the moon the moon is still in the sky but the reflection of the moon in the water appears wavy because the water is wavy but we think the moon is wavy actually there's no change happening to the moon but sometimes the moon is an oblong sometimes the moon is you know like there's so much movement going on in in the in the reflection and we are looking at the reflection the surface of the water where the reflecting surface is there that is causing that seeming movement so we also all these seeming these 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 experiences, shoka, harsha, bhaya, krodha, all these lamentation, elation, these are all movements, ups and downs, like the, like the ripples in the water. And we think we are, you know, going through all these ups and downs. You know, just, we think the moon is, you know, going through all these changes in shape, but moon is not at all changing, because we are looking in the wrong place for the moon. We think it is going through all those things. So it's like that. Alright. What else? Any other question? If there's no question, we'll stop here. Bhagavad Gita Ki Jai, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Ananta Gauri Vaishnava Vrinda Ki Jai Nitai Gaur Primananda Hari Hari Bol Hare Krishna Thank you very much So I will see you on Saturday with the Chaitanya Charitamrita class Hare Krishna